hao, sawat di, and hello to all who are joining us. I'm your host, I'm Mia Min, but we're all fans here, so I beg you to call me Mia. I am from the Jack J. Valenti School of Communications, and this is the University of Houston's You Belong podcast. Let's jump right into today's episode. Let me just say, welcome back, everyone. Thank you for being here. We are back at it again with my friend, Paris Rico. Am I saying your name right? Yes. Yay! Yay, I got it right. Here we like to highlight the students of Gerald D. Hines College of Architecture and Design and tell their stories. And in their stories, we can have some kind of relation with it and it can relate in some way and feel like we belong because you do belong. We all belong here at the University of Houston. Pear, I've got to ask you, (laughs) where did your name come from? It's such an interesting, unique name. It's a pretty random and funny story because Pear actually, I had this name since I was born, like from Thailand, because I'm from Thailand and it's, I have, I have, a, I have an older sister. Her name is Poi, P-L-O-Y, as her nickname. So in Thailand, we tend to do like, oh, if we have a sibling, we used to do like, we tend to do the like same letter, right? Like K, cat, like cream. So if you have three daughters, then you name cat, cake, and cream. So her, my, my sister named Poi. So my mom was like, oh, let's do pear. And pear in Thailand kind of mean like, it's like a nice material, like nice textile in Thailand, which is not a fruit. But I tend to always say like, when I, when I come to US, I always say like, oh, my nickname is pear. in spelling as a fruit, like P-E-A-R, and everyone just love it. So I keep it that way. I am definitely one of the people who love your name. As soon as you told me your nickname was Pear, I was like, she is it. She is what it's all about. (laughs) (laughs) So Pear, are you currently a graduate or undergraduate student? And what, if so, what year are you on? I am a grad student and and I am on a second year right now in three-year program. So I still have a year and a half left. So you're almost to the finish line. Congratulations for that. (laughs) I know it's been a long and tough journey. It couldn't happen easy. So I definitely offer congratulations. What is your major? My major is architecture. So we're just basically focusing on like overall designing, building, like conceptual to be architects. What led you to be interested in architecture? I I love designing for sure because my undergrad was interior design and getting to do like a project or any assignment that like potential to help people in the future, like make the community life better is always like motivate me to like, oh, let's do this project. Like, you know, St. Manigrad was mostly focused on interior. So I would love to know more like outside, more background of like architect and to help me in the future. So that's why I picked architect for my next degree. So are you well endowed in technology? Because I know I know you're probably really good at drawing and design, <laughs> but how are you with the tech side? I guess because this generation right now, we tend not to draw in paper, which is sad. So I always, I, I started my undergrad with like, oh, let's know this software, learn the software in one semester. So I would say I'm pretty, pretty decent with the technology. 
what software do you use? Uh, we use Rhino for building like a 3D model. We use AutoCAD for sometimes like 2D and some plan. And we use uh, Adobe Illustrator for like live work and color. And I tend to love using Photoshop for render. How has, you said you're from Thailand, right? Mm -hmm. How long have you, well, how has your journey led you to the University of Houston actually? I, I moved here when I was 16, which mm -hmm. is uh, eight, nine years ago. And I came here for high school. So I was in South Carolina and then I moved to Indiana for my undergrad. After four years in Indiana, I moved to Florida for, for a year. Mm -hmm. for, because I, I played golf. So I did try to do like professional golf over there in Florida for, for like a year and then try to apply for grad school at the same time. And then I moved here to Houston 2019 in, in May or June. So I, I love Houston because it's like how like diversity it is. And of course I love food. So Houston and food, yes. <laughs> Amen, preach, you're preaching to the choir here. <laughs> So you mentioned, I'm glad you mentioned diversity. Why is diversity in an institution such as University of Houston? Because we reflect Houston itself with our, with our uh, demographics. I think there's like about 30% Hispanic population, about 30% uh, Asian population. Why is diversity in an institution important to you? I think people tend to live in their own bubble because it's like comfortable and safe space for everyone. But I do think like, usually like the success city, like tend to become more diversity and diversity like in our day. So we learn new thing. I mean, right now we learn new things from like book and class in like when we're in, in school, right? But we're also learn from each other background and culture. Like everyone has a different perspective away and, and way of thinking because we grow up from different place and society. So I feel like diversity in this college is definitely helped me to be more confident to talk, express myself more and do new things, like challenge myself to do new stuff. That's good. And what perspective do you think you bring to the table? How is your perspective different from the norm? Quote, unquote, the norm. <laughs> what is normal? Uh, I wouldn't say, like, of course, like the culture is different. Like we tend to do different, like different routine, different lifestyle. So we always share like, oh, when like what we do and what we grew up from. And of course, like we love to share food. So I always like hang out with my friend and then go like, oh, let's try this something new and let's try this new. Like they don't, because they never try something before because they don't have like someone to like challenge them to try it. So I feel like even like, even like just food, like we, we tend to like try something new and then they love it. Like you would not know that you love this stuff until you try it. That's a great answer. So we talked about diversity. What about inclusion? How do you think our institution does with inclusion and why is inclusion important? Inclusion is making sure everyone feels involved. Safe. Involved. Yeah, okay. everyone, it's a safe space. So if you have diverse peoples, if you have people from different cultures, you want to have inclusion, you want to make sure they feel like they are included, it's in the name, included in everything. You don't have to be a certain, have, you don't have to be a certain creed, color, race, or religion to do something. 
how do you think our university does with inclusion? If I speak from like College of Architecture and Design, I start my grad student with eight people. And of course we we're like all diverse in our class. So right now we're just not a classmate like, but we're also friends who support each other and never hesitate to jump in when someone need help. So like this year is of course like it's a little different because we don't see each other every day. But, but I never get tired to be like on campus because I got to see my friend last year and it's always feel like, yes, I'm involved to like, to be there and so excited to like see friend every day because you belong there. Like you feel like you belong there because everyone is different. Perfect. So how has the College of Architecture and Design uniquely affected your graduate experience? I definitely love like studying, like studio culture for sure because it's different from other major, right? Like some major, like you might stay there for like an hour and a half for lecture and maybe an hour for discussion. But as a studio, we tend to stay there. Well, the class maybe starts from one to five, but we will be there until like midnight sometime, like stay together, like, you know, share our thoughts, share our design, help each other to like, set the goal and then be success with our design to show our professor for next class. Like, so I think it's pretty unique. It's, it's like, oh, we're just not there to learn and do work, but we're there to, to like, we're there to help each other too. And when, when people, like when, when my friend or like my classmate success or happy with their design, it made me like, happy to, to like, that I get to help them get through it. And of course I have a problem some like too, and then they all, they never like, all be like, oh, we're too busy to help you. But they always like put their work down and then come to like my desk and help me right away. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You have so great I'm, friends. Yeah, I'm pretty lucky to have this. You are, ha what's that hashtag? Hashtag blessed. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> what is your career goal? My career goal is, I guess I still love to be an interior designer for sure. I, I always love like designing and designing space and material, like make the space nice, look nice. But I guess after I get to like learn more about what's the actual being a designer or being architecture is, it's not just about designing something to look nice, elegant or fancy, but it's also like to help the city or help the town to be better, help the lifestyle, help like help people to have like maybe like, you know, safetier or easier lifestyle or just help them to be better in a long-term plan. It's, it's not just about one, one building, but it's about like the whole community. Yeah. So your goal, your career goal is community focused then. That leads, that leads perfectly to the next question. What leads you to have a community focused outlook? Why do you want to help the community so bad? Because some people are just about me, 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 but you're not. I, I guess because I didn't think about it until my final year of undergrad as a senior year, we get, we start, we get to work a project to, it's like affordable housing, basically like, a housing for homeless in, in Bloomington, Indiana. 
and we get to like need like the cleanse like for real we get to see like the side their old house and like their old housings and how they want to develop and to be better so when after i get to decide like like a housing and also education for little kids because they tend they want to do like we don't want like the kid that grew up in you know this society to like kind of like root back to to like the same cycle what their family facing right now again so that's why they have a free education for for the kid so they can like keep continuing to grow and then be a better you know like have a better lifestyle for sure so i after that after that project it made me feel like wow like this is like this is great like i'm like I'm proud to like be involved in this project compared to like, oh, just designing a nice house and nice apartment for this, this, this community. I feel like it's not, it just, it made you happy for like a year and then like move on, but getting to see like the life better in the long term, it just, I think it's, it's more important for sure. Who has impacted you the most in your educational career? I would say my dad for sure. He's not an architect, but he's an engineer who loves to work on urban planning of public transportation back in my country, which is Thailand. He's he has been doing this for for a long term now, but he, and he never stopped working. Like I think because he has a passion in it, and he loves it when his project become like become successful, like become like you be able to see in person. I mean, he always say like, he loved to do it because he wanted to help the lifestyle of people in the future and in the long term without them like, you know, knowing it. And of course, like not everyone gonna appreciate or notice his work, but, or his like, you know, his, his company. But I mean, that's not his biggest concern, of course. Like he just loved it. And he would not stop telling me when like the project actually happened because I think he just like so in front, like he's so patient, but like he loved his work. And I think that's the biggest thing that that would always motivate him for a long time. That's good. You're keeping it in the family. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my, my dad is an engineer, engineer. My sister is also engineer. I don't like numbers. So I don't think I can do engineer. That's why I take designing and architecture. <laughs> It's in it's it's under the same branch. They worked hand in hand, right? They worked together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, what do you consider your main obstacles in reaching your your uh, career goal, that community focused outlook goal? What's going to be your main obstacles? I think the problem is like sometimes we don't know what people been through in the past on their own experience because like. I know, I mean, I, I have my own perspective because this is my experience in the past, but other people might feel different because they didn't have the same experience as me or they, they face something, you know, just like different than me before. And I feel like to make the community better, it's just not up to you. It's not up to your experience. I think getting to learn every not every well of course you cannot learn about everyone in this com- like in that community but try to learn what they've been through before what their you know their 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 situation what they want like what they need it's not like what they need right now is to be able to achieve the, the goal 
So how do you stay motivated, especially during the madness of 2020? I wouldn't say I'm lucky that this is my second year of grad. So I have met my friend, like my, like my classmate basically in person for a year. Mm-hmm. So it's not too hard for me to like stay in touch with them compared to like, oh, if this, this is my first year, I never met anyone. It's, I think it's hard to like try to make friends or try to like know each other in per like know each other's personal when you don't meet them in person yet. Yeah. So what I, of course, I, I try to stay in touch with them, even though I don't see them every day. It's easy to fall apart when, I guess when we don't see each other every day and, and do like, we, because we love to do like coffee break and then just walk to the Starbucks on campus. Because it's like, <laughs> and then we come back and then do work again until because sometimes we met each other on a weekend to, to do work. So it just become like my own routine last year. So right now, I don't get to see them anymore. So I try to stay organized and keep myself break. Because it's easy to just stare at my laptop all day till, I don't know, until midnight without realizing it because I don't need to travel anywhere. Like I don't need to go from my apartment to, to campus and campus back home. Mm-hmm. So I think it can affect like your health and physical, like physically and also like mentally in the future. So I always to be like, okay, I will work from this hour and then take a break and then like maybe go watch TV, something funny, and then go outside to take a walk. And since I love food, I guess when I have a long day, I always like want to eat like nice, like good food. Well, the, the thing that I like to make myself like de-stressed, I guess, to be, to be able to like do stuff like when what we used to again. So try to be better, try to stay organized for sure. And for my last question, what mark do you hope to leave on the university and college? When I was in undergrad, I was, I was really shy, to be honest. And I was scared to talk. I was scared to make friends. I was scared to express myself or any of what, what I, I was thinking because I was afraid to hurt someone's feeling or be, because it's not like, sometimes it's not because you say something bad to them, but because sometimes like you might have a different perspective or way of thinking and that like you agree and disagree. You you want to be a part of the group and you want to be belong there. So I guess when I was younger, I tend to like, okay, if I don't talk, I just listen. I just nod with everything. Then, then I will be fine. People will accept me because I don't talk. I just, I just there. But after undergrad, I learned that that's not the right way to enjoy to do like to go move on in your life right to because you belong there like people of course people have different things like different perspectives we agree on some not everyone agree on everything not everyone disagree on everything we we knew that so uh for me I feel like if I, I start to talk more and if I be able to give the reason that why I agree with this or I disagree with it people will listen to you and understand what you're coming from. So what I would take like from the college is like, you know, challenge myself more, do more stuff and express myself more. And of course, like real life that at work and college is different. So this is, college always like, it's the experience time right now. Just do it, you know, if it's a mistake that you did it, you learn from it and move on and you're going to be a better person.
So the mark you you bring joy to people. You want to bring joy and you want to bring your perspective and leave your and that's how you're gonna leave your mark on the university. Mm-hmm. That's all the questions I have for you, Perry. <laughs> Round of applause. Let's go. I'm gonna give you some hand claps. We did it. <laughs> well, thank you so much. It was a pressure talking to you and you know express myself, of course, because everyone belongs here, right? Everyone has different perspectives, but everyone belongs here for sure. Yes, and that's why I love this series because I love just listening to people and hearing, hearing that we said it so many times, but I'm gonna say it again, hearing the different perspectives because mm-hmm. it really opens your eyes to a new world and you can use it in your life. You know, you can use it to decide to make certain decisions and, and do it in a way that you never thought about before, you know? And that's sure. why I love this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you learn, you're growing from it. You're learning from it. And I, 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 I definitely think that I'm still young. Of course, I'm probably the youngest in my class, in my class too. So I, I feel like I have so many stuff that I still, I still can learn from in this, you know, this world, this society, of course. Well, I can't wait to see what you do. <laughs> Thank you. My pleasure. Ladies and gents, that was the Pericerico story. Hopefully, hearing her piece encourages every listener to speak up and speak out. After all, every voice is important, and if possible disagreements arise, so does an opportunity of understanding. Pear is staying happy, healthy, and motivated in finding her voice and finding some true friends and showcasing it. I know one thing, she's gained an admirer in me. Until next time, folks, remember your voice counts and your voice belongs.